Today on Talk Is Okayla, we have a full NFL preseason debut that we're going to discuss. I have my very first guest, Double J, Jack Jennings, on the show. We'll discuss the players that we think are hot, some early season predictions, and most importantly, we're going to even look at his Arizona Cardinals. How do they look this year with the new coach, new team, and new quarterbacks? Who will start, who will sit, and we'll even debut some of the hottest topics in the world of sports. Talk Is Okayla, starting in 3, 2, one. Happy Thursday, everybody. Welcome to the third episode of Talk is Okaylo. I don't want to delay in any further details because we got a very special episode today. I have my very first guest with me. For a long time, we've been having these Snapchat talks, which I think should have been publicly announced to this platform or any other place. I think me and him can have a better conversation than Skip and Shannon honestly, and I'm really happy that we get to have this talk, at least for this time, hopefully when I get to UCF in the spring, uh, we'll probably have more. He's a huge Cardinals fan, anime fan, artist, and he is, if not, I think one of the brightest sports minds up and coming. Without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, my very first guest on talk is Okalo. Jack Jennings. Jack, welcome to the show, man. Hi, I'm Jack Jennings for Based in Facts. My brother... Sorry. You're fine, you're fine. It's nervous to be camera shy. Yeah. How you doing today? Good. I'm doing good. Good? Well, we sh- we're, we're going to have a good show today. Um, I mean, we have a lot to discuss. Preseason kicks off tonight, and we have a full slate of games. I know one game I'm going to keep my eye on tonight is the Browns versus Giants. Not because of the hard knock story, but I want to see Tyrod Taylor and Baker Mayfield debut. What do you I, think we're going to see out of these guys I think tonight? we're going to see Tyrod play one series. I don't think, you think I, so? I don't think that any of the starters are going to play very long in any of the games. So we're going to see a heavy dose of Baker Mayfield tonight. Yeah, I mean, Hugh Jackson did say um, throughout the Cleveland media this week that Expect Baker to play quite a bit. Yeah. Do you think a bit could mean into two quarters, maybe a full half? I think so. I think he's going to probably go straight from the first quarter into the second, probably be taken out at halftime. Taken out at halftime. You just want to get him up to speed with that. If he's playing after halftime, he's going against third and fourth stringers, guys who won't make the team. So. Yeah, leave that to Drew Stanton, your ex-Cardinal, and and the and the rookie that they got out of Eastern Michigan. So I'm really excited about that. We, we'll talk about more preseason games in just a moment. I wanted to, of course, get into the very first topic today, and that involves Jalen Hurts. As I mentioned on the show um, on Tuesday, um, he definitely sounded off with regards to the quarterback controversy. Nick Saban uh, recently came out today um, during a press conference, and he did say something with regards to Jalen Hurts' public comments, and it was surprisingly characteristic of Nick Saban, but it says it won't affect him going as the starter. He said, and I quote, every player has a right to express what he feels and what he thinks. I think he has every right to do that with every coach in the organization that he has relationships with, we, which we certainly do look quite often. Look, this is probably a lot more important to people outside this organization than people inside. This doesn't have any effect on our team. The rhetoric will not have anything to do with the quarterback. That will obviously be decided on the field. Same parameters than on before who wins the team. Your reaction to those comments, Jack? Uh, I think it's very high road of him to say all that. But 
thinking about Jalen either. I think he either transfers or he should switch to running back. I mean, he does build like a running back. I mean, I've seen those pads of his, Jack, and I'm telling you, I'm like, are you sure he's a quarterback yeah. of the team? I mean, he does have Derrick Henry's number, a.k.a. the man who won the Heisman for Alabama. But it's just for Jalen Hurts, I sympathize with him. But at the same time, like I mentioned in the first episode, I felt like he should have transferred the minute. I mean, you look at the national championship opponent for Alabama, Georgia, Jacob Eason. He left to go home, back to his home state, the University of Washington, after Jake Fromm stepped in and played what, really, if not for Baker Mayfield's season, a stellar Heisman Trophy performance. And Jake Fromm's got to be a little scared right now because I, I think he's suffering with an injury too, which opens up for Justin Fields to step in. Well, you know, Justin Fields is absolutely wow. raw talent. So I mean, I was happy when Georgia got him as the number one quarterback prospect. I mean, if we got Jacob Beeson to get him now a dual threat, I mean, Jake Fromm's a dual threat, but the speed, I've seen him in spring practice. I really think that the sky's the limit for Justin. I, I watched Justin Fields' high school highlights, and it's just high school, but wow, he was blowing guys out of the water. But going back in terms of uh, Jalen Hurts, I mean, he definitely does, does sound a little bit frustrated. I mean, it's really a competition that we really don't know about, because it really is hard to decide, especially with a guy who's led you to bat-to-bat national championships, 26-2 and as a starter. But I think the reason that it's really hard to make decisions is because Jalen does show times of flashes to be great. But I think part of the reason why Nick Saban wants Tua out there more is because he hits the home run ball even more. I mean, Jalen can throw short intermediate passes, but I mean, he can be inaccurate sometimes. And I think Tua does have the speed game against him despite Jalen's mobility. Yeah, and Tua, I just, I think the arm talent with Tua is too good to pass up right now. Jalen, it, it kind of looks like they're doing uh, the Wildcat. Wildcat? Uh, all game, every game. And they, they got to get a passer out there, like McCarron. Do you think possibility if Tua does become the ultimate quarterback, could it be possible that we see the first Alabama QB selected in the first round since Richard Todd back in 1977? Mm, I... You know... It takes a lot more than just becoming the starter. We have to see how he plays through the season, if he wins the championship. But, I mean, mean, he definitely came in there against, if not a look-alike Alabama defense and and played up to almost NFL standards. He's raw. He just needs to be seasoned well. And if he's the starter, he'll definitely get that seasoning. Do you think first-round pick potential? Potentially, yes. You know, anybody is. But you got to show that you can play the game. You have to show that extra level. Well, on looking towards the future, they got their first game against Louisville at Camping World Stadium, which, you know, you're going to be in Orlando, but I'm not sure if you're going to be interested in seeing that game, uh, Bobby Petrino versus Nick Saban. But in your opinion, week one, who starts for, for the Tide? I think you have to go with Tua. I think you play the hot hand. He just won you the national championship. If Hurts beats him out, though, if Hurts shows that he can lead this team in training camp, you know, he'll be the starter. But Tua can just do more through the air than he can. Tua, I mean, I'll agree with you there, but I give it just a slight chance to to Jalen because I I think here's what I predict. 
they're going to play each other in the halves. Alabama is no doubt going to win against Louisville. That's a hands-down given matchup. But I think they'll play Jalen in the half, and they'll play Tua in the half. Honestly, this is, if not the hottest quarterback controversy overall since, I think, Joe Montana versus Steve Young. I think this is what I'm putting it on that sort of level, collegiate NFL, because these two guys are talented. I mean, I mean, Jalen's Joe and then two is Steve. I mean, is that isn't that a fair assessment? I I would uh, I would go a little more recent with probably Dak Prescott and Tony Romo, because really Montana and Steve Young are both Hall of Famers. So I I mean, I, I will say that. Yes, yes. But um. But I did mention on my show, um, of course, with Jalen's potentiality, if he does decide to transfer, I did give him three schools as a good option. Tennessee, because they have his uh, ex-Alabama defense assistant, Greg Pruitt, there. Uh, Texas, because I think Tom Herman is a mastermind of molding great quarterbacks. And I'm not really high on Shane Buchel as the starter. And I think Jalen coming in with what he's done, could go in, and then of course he could go re- reunite with Lane Kiffin at, at FAU. Do you have any predictions to maybe when Jalen transfers or where he will? I haven't paid attention to Texas as much since Tom Herman got there, but I did watch Tom Herman's offense when he was the coach of the Houston, and with Greg Ward uh, the junior mm-hmm. at uh, Houston, they did exactly what Jalen Hurts can do. Mm-hmm. So it, if that's the same system they're running there, he should excel. I think especially with Jalen there, I think you got a good chance to win the Big the Big 12 there. I mean, I don't really know about Oklahoma because they lost a few guys. Uh, you know, West Virginia, they're a raw team. I mean, I think West Virginia might have it just with Will Greer coming back. You know, Oklahoma losing Baker Mayfield. You have Oklahoma State losing Mason Rudolph. You got some openings there. Those are two of the top teams in that uh, conference. Any predictions maybe other than the three schools that he may transfer to? Any other potentiality fits where you might see Jalen Hurts? I like Texas. I like Texas for him. I think they're ready to come back. It's been a while since we've seen Texas actually compete. Yeah, trust me. I mean, my dad used to be a hook'em horn, and honestly, Jack, I mean, he would be rolling right now to see how how Texas has been playing because that's not the same thing that he saw when Ricky Williams was there and he was the Heisman Trophy winner and, of course, their national championship team in 05. So good start to it, Jack. Uh, I think I think we will see what we see when we get there. I wanted to get to a few other notes around the world of sports. Uh, quick uh, pop-up that just came out. Demarius Thomas, believe it or not, he actually considered retiring from the NFL after this season um, after the Broncos' poor performance, which saw them finish nearly last. But he's said that he is reinvigorated by a radical lifestyle change that he put on through. It was his first season that he failed to go over 1,000 yards. He did have some hip injuries. But do you think, besides this radical lifestyle change, do you think having Case Keenum could help him get back to the Marius Thomas we're accustomed to? That was, you know, after they had Brock Osweiler lead them Mm. to the playoffs, and he looked like the future, but then they benched him for Peyton, who won them the Super Bowl. Of course. But Osweiler didn't want to be there anymore. <laughs> and then, of course, he went to the Texans yeah. and look what happened. And the, the Texans didn't want him to be on the Broncos anymore because mm-hmm. any kind of arm for that defense was going to get them back into Super Bowl contention. 
So right. Texans take him out. Peyton retires. They're stuck with Trevor Simeon and the revolving door of Paxton Lynch. And there was another guy, right? Yeah, I think, uh, man, who was that kid? I can't remember right now, honestly. But I, I know who you, who you mentioned. They, they had that, that young kid in there. So, you know, Case Keenum coming in, that's better. I mean, it's definitely an upgrade. I mean, Case played extremely well this year. I definitely like their offensive coordinator um, coming over because he, he was the coordinator for Derek Carr um, when Derek Carr had what should have been his MVP year. So I definitely like that. Two guys I want to quickly mention, and then we'll go to a quick break. Uh, Brashard Perriman, your UCF Knight. His job is endangerly on the line this year at Ravens training camp. He's been shutting out the critics, and he does have a chance to to make some noise tonight because the Rams do play the Ravens. Uh, you know, he's really not lived up to the expectation, but here's what he recently said to the Baltimore Sun. I don't care what they see, Perriman said. I don't know what they see because I'm not interested in what they see for the most part. If they just see... if they just see that then that's fine it really doesn't matter who saw it I made two more plays after that I could have made a played and scored and they still would have focused on the first one but I can't focus on that because then I'm really not going to be focused on my overall game so they can see and choose what they want Brashard Perriman I you know he at UCF he was if not the best I still look back to the highlights at the Fiesta Bowl UCF's first major bowl game win um well New Year's Six Bowl game win, and really he hasn't lived up to the hype. Do you think that this year could be his breakout year? Do you think that Brashard Perriman can live up to the hype in his fourth season? Either he it's his breakout year or he doesn't make the team. You know, it's the same story, same problems he had in college. He couldn't catch. You know, speed was never a factor. It just he had so many drops, and it was very frustrating. I think there was hesitation in his game, too, because I think he tried to do too much. He was trying to, like, let me try to do what I did against Baylor and put that out over and over and over again. And you can't always do that as a top-tier wideout. And he talks about trying to block out the critics, but the, the reason he's talking about blocking out the critics is because they're in his ear. They're right there. Right. You can hear them the whole day. I mean, he's been looking decent at Raven practice. He does have his on-again, off-again days, so I can't really blame him for that. So, you know, you know, will we see him on a new team? If he does get cut by the Ravens, where do you potentially see him going? Maybe Indy. The Colts? The I Colts, think that would be a good they, fit. They definitely they do like need speed. some wideout. They like speed on T.Y., the that would be a great connection. And I think, you know, forbidding a healthy Andrew Luck, they got a good chance with him. And from what I've heard, Luck's back in practice, and he's throwing bombs and making good plays. My ex-stealer, Martavius Bryant, he's been in John Gruden's ear a lot uh, in the media this week. The Raiders do get a chance to play the Lions on Friday, I believe. Martavius Bryant, I mean, you know, he's had, if not a controversial type, Steam, do you think he can potentially maybe be the fit the Raiders need losing um, Michael Crabtree? Unquestionably, he's talented, but he has to show up. Not even that. He just has to try not to be a distraction. You know, I don't know what it was in Pittsburgh last season because he had we had Juju come in and doing doing things that at USC, which he which he was accustomed to doing, and of course him not getting the ball a lot. But every receiver wants to get the ball. Yeah. So I think that's it. Well, Jack, we we just got our opening things in. We're going to dive into 
the NFL preseason and, of course, your Arizona Cardinals, which we will discuss first. We will be right back. Talk is okay, Lo. On. Yeah, sorry for the uhs and stutters. No, uh, no, it's part of it, Jack. Trust me, I... How savage is DeAndre Hopkins? I mean, if he ain't catching touchdowns or catching the eyes of photographers for his fashion, he f- seems like he's catching the heart of a mu- music superstar. According to TMZ Sports, Iggy Azalea went on Y100 Miami today and confirmed that she is dating the Texans Pro Bowl wide receiver. I'm surprised Iggy's getting in with... The athletes again. I mean, she was recently with Nick Young last time, right? And I think because of now DeAndre Hopkins, she's now a converted Texans fan. Here's a preview of what she said today on Y100. Do you know I'm asking you this? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not even true or false, first of all. It's not true or false. I was just wish you, you rather. Went, <laughs> you, you went for it, though. I think you sneak. We got to talk about him, DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah. Are we Are we dating? What's the situation? Yeah, we're in a relationship. Cool. Yeah. Man, I can't believe that. Wow, what a interesting take on that. Maybe Iggy might give DeAndre Hopkins the luck that Nick Young, unfortunately, didn't get with the Lakers, so... Hopefully this relationship works out, DeAndre. I just hope that you don't change your name to something ridiculous like Swaggy P, honestly. Like, please continue to catch touchdowns and make sure that you guys beat the Jaguars this year because I'm rooting for you guys to take that AFC South crown and make some noise in the playoffs. No doubt this year you're going to be catching a lot more touchdowns with Deshaun Watson, but... Make sure Iggy gets a ball in the stands, man, and uh, congratulations on it. Really happy for you, man. Really happy for you. Just a little light take. Thought, wow, recently I've just searched Lee up and with Khalil Mack, and then DeAndre Hopkins comes up, and it's official. Bravo, DeAndre. What a show. Welcome back to Talk Is Okay, Lo. I had Jack on the first part of the show, and I figured that this next man of mine, he was going to be on a future episode, but when in doubt, use the present as a now to make something interesting out of this debate. It's going to be a roundtable discussion with the NFL preseason and early preseason predictions. I wanted to introduce my friend and mortal enemy at times because he's a Patriots fan, huge baller, triple jump king to... Um, my man, Double B, Brandon Brunson. Brandon, how you doing? Show, man. Thanks. Nice no, here. no problem. Thanks for stopping by with us. Me and Jack already uh, discussed the Alabama uh, quarterback debate. I know you probably listened to my first episode. Do you have any maybe quick takes before we get into the NFL preseason on who maybe starts for Alabama and who you know? You? I really don't know. Honestly, really don't know? it's it's close. I, I either one. I guess they, they they'll they'll make a fit, but. For now, it's it's pretty close. It's pretty close. Yeah, I, see. I yeah. think you know Jack and I. Jack said Tua will start. I said Jalen will start. Mm-hmm. It, it's just because I think Tua has great potential, mm-hmm. and you know, but it's just like Jalen Hurts was twenty six and two as a starter, did lead you to those back to back national championship games. So there's definitely some favoritism there. Yeah, for but sure. come week one, I think Tua Tua could start. I think it'll play half and half. Isn't it? Yeah, I feel like they'll do the same thing with Tom Brady did when he was in college. Yeah, that they, is true. They split the, the split the repetitions exactly. with him and Brian Greasy. See who uh, would come out on top. 
But I did say that in terms of transferring, because you are an FAU owl, I figured one of his transfer destination spots would be would be at Florida Atlantic because of the relationship with Lane Kiffin. Yeah. If he does transfer to FAU, how good do you think this team will be um, this year under the second year of Lane Kiffin? I think it'll definitely they'll definitely be an upgrade. Definitely be an upgrade. I don't know how how far they'll get just because they need a couple more roles to fill. But I definitely think it would be a good fit for him. I mean, personally, I think the time would be now for Jalen to transfer, knoing that your your Owls have to play the Oklahoma Sooners in Norman week yeah, one right off the bat. For sure, definitely. Well, speaking of week one, we got the NFL preseason debuting tonight. A full slew of games that will be going on tonight as the NFL football season finally kicks off. Jack, of course, will be going to the Bucks-Dolphins game. I'll be keeping my eyes on the Browns-Giants game, not only for the slate of hard knocks, but also to see this new-look Browns team no longer be a punchline. And I think smack them in the mouth, Baker Mayfield versus Saquon Barkley, number two versus number one. Brandon, your Patriots played the Redskins. I think that's a easy victory. Pretty much cakewalk. So <laughs> it's pretty much a cakewalk, depending, depending on how the backups play. But exactly. other than your Patriots playing, is there any other games that you might have on deck tonight? Any any de- games that de- you might definitely, see? Definitely Baltimore. Baltimore? Yeah, I got Lamar I gotta, Jackson. I got Lamar Jackson. I got uh, my, my good friend Alex Collins out there doing oh, his of thing. Course, of course, our South Plantation buddy. Exactly. Our South Plantation buddy going on. Um, sw- Continuing on for the preseason because I really wanted to get this all out of the way because there's a lot of good games tonight. And I think the top three, honestly, in my opinion, first starts off. I want to play my Steelers traveling to Philadelphia to play the world champion Eagles. I know that may sting for you a little bit still, but. (laughs) Both little teams can kick off. (laughs) But honestly, it may be a slew of. Backups playing because Antonio Brown may not play. Nick Foles has been dealing with spasms. But overall, Eagles-Steelers, who do you think might win that game? Oh, Eagles. Eagles over my Steelers. Bro, are you serious? Oh, yeah. You give them that, Jack? The Eagles have a lot of depth there. They do. But the Steelers are going to play their draft picks more because their draft picks are down on the depth chart. Remember, they have Mason Rudolph and Josh Dobbs. They do. They do, but... The Eagles, man. James Connor, yeah, James Connor, anybody like uh, Juju Smith Schuster? He, he's nice. I don't think Juju's but, gonna play. Uh, yeah, he might not. But play. He's a second year. Come on. Oh, he, he's good though. But he, yeah, he, is, he he definitely established himself his, his last year though for sure. This preseason game, I had my eye on because of the pregame dope during the week and involved Kelvin Benjamin's comments about Cam Newton saying how he would rather have an Eli Manning, an Aaron Rodgers, any other quarterback. Um, than Cam Newton because he doesn't throw accurately. Panthers, Bills in Buffalo. Who do you guys got on that one? Panthers. Panthers. Yeah, Panthers, no I think too. And I uh, and Don't I disrespect Cam Newton. <laughs> Come on now. But I mean, I mean, there is some truth to his comments. But then again, you you had Cam Newton compared to a AJ McCarron, Josh Allen. Yeah, no. That's, is there any really th- anything to complain about? Especially a rookie of the year MVP. I mean, sure, at times he plays spotty. He His play has recessed a little bit, but, mm-hmm. I mean, Cam Newton still took the Panthers to the playoffs. He's still year. one of the top quarterbacks in the league. Bears-Bengals. Who do you guys got on that one? Bears-Bengals. Mm. I want to say, say Bears. I got Cincinnati on I want to say one. Bengals because, like, Bengals is, like, almost like a regular season team. They're like Toronto. <laughs> uh-huh. They're, like, they're okay in, in the regular season, but when it comes to – 
time to win something, Last they don't years, win. they miss the playoffs. They so. play the yeah. Steelers and they get swept. <laughs> like, the, guy, the game that I have my eyes on for the Hard Knocks takes and for Baker Mayfield versus Saquon Barkley, the Browns and the Giants and the Met Olands. What do you guys got? I like the Browns just because most of their team is young. And yeah. so most of their good guys are going to play. They should play. They have to play. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I give it to the Browns on this one. I, I think Saquon Barkley is going to make a very good impression his first game. But then again, Eli may sit. OBJ is definitely not going to play in the preseason. You don't want his ankle to prelude into what happens again. And in the, uh, the Giants have a rookie quarterback, too, Kyle Aletta out of Richmond. Yeah. Richmond, yeah, they definitely got to see him on that, they especially have, if he should be the predecessor to, to the two-time Super Bowl yeah. champ. They also have... Davis Webb, who they drafted last year. Davis Webb. So they have two from Cali. Quarterbacks from Cali. How about Brandon's uh, preseason game that he has an eye on because of Lamar Jackson and, of course, our South Plantation alumni buddy, Alex Collins. Rams versus Ravens. The, the Rams are a really hot team. They could have got Super Bowl chances. Do you guys think Lamar Jackson, RG3, make magic again, or do you think the Rams might have something else in store? Oh, the Rams definitely will win. I think the Rams but, are better with their starters. I think the Rams win if it was a regular season game. Okay, <laughs> well, I, I, I can see that. We yeah. can see that as next year. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go Rams. I was this close to pulling the trigger, but that the Steeler fan in me. I say this: that. that Hall of Fame game that it was the Ravens versus the Bears. Bears. Lamar Jackson didn't look half bad. He has to make better decisions with his throws, but his body moving in the pocket and scrambling was decent. I'm not. I give him that. It was, it, he didn't look too bad out there. I think his precision on his throws was good. His mm-hmm. accuracy. Yeah. Yeah. It does lead work. to be a little. You know, I was happy for RG three with the way that he played. Definitely seeming like it, it's a quarterback competition there. RG three's got to fight for that spot. Yeah. yeah. He would have had a uh, 90 QBR if not for that uh, interception. Yeah, that wasn't his fault. Yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't. I'll say that. Jaguar Saints in Duval County. Hmm. You know, Blake Bortles. <laughs> Your yeah. UCF night. I, my UCF night. I got to go with Jacksonville. Jacksonville. I'm going to go Saints on this one. I mean, two words, Alvin Kamara. But he shouldn't play either. He's going to get Well, one so remember now, I mean, Mark Ingram suspended the first four games of the season. Which, which is why they really can't play him in the preseason. They don't want to risk that. I mean, I've definitely seen some guys on the Saints look good. I definitely want to see their defense in action. They they definitely have improved. Yeah. I, I'll say Saints. Saints? Brandon says Saints. I think the the, Jag, the Jaguars, I don't think they're going to they're gonna be the same as they were last year. I don't know why. I just have this weird feeling. You don't think uh, that miracle where they almost snatched one against the Patriots will be yeah, possible? Yeah, no, that's not going to happen. Well, we'll get to your prediction. Potentially, that'll be something we'll discuss about with the AFC South. Titans Packers. Aaron Rodgers versus Marcus Mariota. Oh, Packers. So the Packers are going to field uh, Brett Hundley and Deshaun Kaiser and what Joe Hulahan. Yeah, I, uh, I'm going Tennessee. I don't like I don't like Mike Vrabel as the head coach because he's a first year and he only has had a few years of coaching experience. But I mean, I do want to see um, Brandon's expatriate Dion Lewis and Derrick Henry, you know, tag team. See how that goes, but. One I, thing I'm definitely... I, I'm, I'm missing Dion. You're missing Dion? You got Sony Michelle. You got Sony Michelle. But Dion Lewis was something else, man. He was. He, I mean, he, he, I mean he was you have Rex Burkhead still, Mike Gillisley. 
Rex Bull- Burkhead. Uh, Rex, good old Burkhead. I thought he was a fullback before he, last year. Yeah. Good old man looked like Professor X, though. I, I got was, a lot. was the new Darren Sproles, man. He's Darren Sproles 2.0. Because when he cast that ball out the backfield, he he was making people miss left and right. It was crazy. It was. It was. He's definitely going to be a miss on my fantasy team, um, not being in New England. Darren Sproles coming back for one more season. Man, I, I hope he'll, he'll do well. But one thing I will <laughs> say I'm not excited for in that game is the Titans uniforms. I think they're the ugliest yeah, uniforms in the league haven't, this haven't year. Seen them. You haven't seen them? Well, we'll show them to you on, um, on the break. All right. Last three preseason games, Texans, Chiefs, Deshaun Watson versus Patrick Mahomes. If mm-hmm. Watson plays a lot, Texans have it. Mm-hmm. If Mahomes plays more, well, I, you got to see what Mahomes can do. Yeah. I feel like it's all on Deshaun um, Watson. Kareem Hunt, Sammy Watkins, Travis Kelsey, Tyreek Hill. My mouth is drooling, but, you know, I think the Chiefs can win their division for a third straight year. Well, fourth, no, third straight year. But, you know, I still have questions with Patrick Mahomes. I still felt Alex Smith should have been the starter. You can have as many weapons as you want, but if you have a question mark at quarterback. I mean, it, he's, he's just raw yeah. talent, yeah. and I just have to see him. I mean, he's we're making comparisons to him with Brett Favre, so we'll see. But I got my money if Tom Savage plays on Kansas City. Well, and, and the game's in Arrowhead, so. You bring up the comparison to Brett Favre, but Brett Favre also has the record for most interceptions in his career. <laughs> so. He goes true. both ways there. The yeah. 10 o'clock games, Cowboys, Niners, and Colts, Seahawks. Texans and then Seahawks. For I, sure. I, like, uh, I like Niners because I think they have more young talent. 49ers over the Cowboys yeah, in Levi's. And then I just I, I just don't like Jimmy Garoppolo, man. <laughs> well, I like him, but he disrespected my quarterbacks. So I because of the comments that he recently said on Undisputed. Yeah, like he thought what? Like he thought he was cool. Like that's not cool, man. Just leave it alone. <laughs> play, 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 and and I like the competitiveness, but just chill. He's just seven chill. and zero. He's not. Old. But the teams he played though, Jack. Lived, yeah, they were at the end. With of the, the only exception being the Jaguars, and he was new. You're old when a quarterback's good and they never played. It's hard to know what they're gonna do. That's yeah. the same thing with um, their rookie season. Who was it? One of the quarterbacks had a, had a fantastic rookie season, but after that, they just slowed down. Like RG three, RG three. Yeah, he was good. They couldn't <laughs> do nothing with him. And then, but they, remember, he was hurt. Remind you that knee injury now. And then, and now, and then, and then the injury again. And then, yeah. and then Mike Shanahan being picky choosy with him, and then Jay Gruden trying to put him in the West Coast system, mm-hmm. which doesn't fit his style of play. Exactly. But I will say this for the last one on Colts Seahawks. I give it to Indy because I'm look because Seahawks really cut ties with all their defense. I look forward to seeing Andrew Luck. Jacoby Brissett has improved. I think if you saw much of his game last yeah. season, he did progress. I've, got some I've liked Jacoby since he played at NC State. He almost beat that FSU team. <laughs> yeah, that is true. That is but, true. Uh, yeah, he started to play a lot better last year. The yeah. team just didn't have enough talent overall. I just don't. I just want to see Andrew Luck go a whole season without getting hurt. <laughs> That's it. And he has to prove himself. If everybody's oh he's he's this 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 and this, but he has to prove himself. I'm really excited to see Shaquem Griffin play. Oh, Shaquem, of course, of course, the, the miracle he, story he of last year for your undefeated yeah. national championship team. I'm talking to you, Alabama fans. I think UCF are the national champions. Well, you got the preseason are early takes. Are you takes. saying that because – never mind. I'm not going to bring that up. I'm not, don't, bring up <laughs> don't bring up Georgia now. I'm not going to Do not bring up that because Georgia will go back as national championship. Yeah, That's going to be my early yeah, college football yeah, preseason yeah. prediction. Uh, Auburn beat 
Georgia and Alabama. UCF beat but Auburn. Jack, but Jack, now mind you, they played at Jordan Hare. They have to travel to Brian Denny Listen, and Sanford Stadium. All, all teams played teams differently. I can say that. So yeah. Just because one team beat one team. They had the, they had the advantage because they were at home and it was bad weather. Listen, bad weather. That's the only reason why Georgia lost. They're going to beat them in Samford. I will be there personally to watch it. You better watch out for that quarterback, though. Jared Stidham. Do you have you not seen Drake from? Do you not see what he did to Oklahoma in the Rose Bowl? All I'm saying is you gotta watch out for the quarterback. They did that Stidham to you guys. Runs the offense very well. I, I will say, but yet he didn't do it as as precise as he did against your UCF Knights in the Peach Bowl. Yeah. That was, that was yeah, yeah. <laughs> what? What? I still remember that damn game. Come on, Brent. What, you have money on Auburn? No, I didn't have any money. It was just, I was just like, wow. That's crazy. Hey, they did it. I wasn't, that was not surprised. If they did it against Baylor four years back, why wouldn't they do it now? We had four all. years, half of the team's gone. Yeah. Still, though, I mean, you. I always root for the underdogs yeah. when it comes to that. I know, you and your damn Steelers. <laughs> oh, 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 so you want to take Jeff? Perennial underdogs. We Steelers. played you guys unhealthy. We will have Ben. You injured Antonio Brown in the Week 15 game, and you know damn well that was a touchdown. How is that? Come on, Jack, back me up on that. Come on, Jack, back me up on this. Him getting you, hurt. How is that our fault? He got hurt. Gronkowski got because hurt. Because Malcolm Butler hit him in the groin. Gronkowski got a concussion during Jaguar, uh, the Jackson, um, um, the Jaguars. We still won. Facts. Thank you. <laughs> Whatever. Thank you. Well, we'll get into many more preseason <laughs> predictions. Up next, we'll talk about the Cardinals and, of course, Brandon's Patriots. And just a little bit more next on Talk is Okay, Lynn. Well, one thing I definitely forgot to mention um, was the Dolphins Bucks game, which we will get into in just a moment because Jack's going to go see that game live at Hard Rock Stadium. So I wanted to, Brandon's getting like the little stick guy look there. We really oh. got to talk about the Dolphins, though? Hey, Brock Osweiler. <laughs> when I heard that, I was like, yo, just resign. Well, I mean, we, for, we forgot about, I, I about just, the game. Listen, I was just like, just, re, just resign Jay Cutler while I had it. Just, just, you're going to keep making mistakes. <laughs> just do it, right? They, they mean, wanted a bigger guy to throw interceptions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Dolphins, I think, this year finishing last place, which is one of my bold predictions for the upcoming 2018 NFL season. I don't, don't want to say this last year. They got to fight the Bills for that last place. So. Yeah. All right. Second well, and last. Second or last place. I think the Jets may be getting second place if they play Sam Darnold. If they play my boy Sammy D, who should have stayed one more year at USC to win the Heisman. But I won't judge him on that. Uh, we got the NFL offseason had so many big moves this offseason. If it wasn't Kirk Cousins getting his super huge mega deal, the recently Julio getting his know. deal. Who signed that one? No, no. Brand, Brandon. Brandon. You gotta play. You gotta play those same Minnesota Vikings this year, which I think could be a very good matchup and a chance oh, for right. Tom Brady to, to get schooled by that number no one defense yes, in the league. Yeah, you know, you know, what you just have to do. Wait till the last play of the game and throw a hell Mary and score. Oh. <laughs> what the New England miracle? Yeah. <laughs> they can do it. We can do it. Come on now. Well, it's it's definitely been a tremendous offseason for both uh, your teams, Brandon. I want to start off with your Patriots, of course. They had a tremendous year. Tom Brady winning his third MVP. Yeah. Unfortunately, falling short to Philly Philly and those Super Bowl champion Eagles. From a fumble. <laughs> and Tom Brady missing that pass. You know, he's um, got no hands. Hey, Off the fingertips. <laughs> even even though he missed that. Let me tell you something. What's up? If he did not fumble that ball, you know they, they would have went down there and scored. 
They would have because they were moving it that, too. Yeah, that was it, that was the type of game it was. If they did not fumble that ball, I'm telling you, it would have been a whole different story. Well, it, but it, it's fine. It's but fine. it is what it is. Exactly. I mean, the, the Patriots had to make some questionable moves this offseason. They yeah. let Malcolm Butler walk, and it's still the talk of the NFL I, preseason. I still, to this day, don't know why he did that. My Belichick? Belichick? I still don't know why he benched him. He had he knew all every snap, the 100% of the plays. He knew. He knew all of them. Well, if, if he wasn't partying in yeah, Minneapolis bro. with Rick Ross or something like that, I don't know. But don't it, even know. with um, even with that, other moves were, were made. They got rid of, surprisingly, Brandon Cooks. They recently signed Eric Decker mm-hmm. to help out the receiver position. They lost position. Nate Solder. They uh, lost Deion lo- Lewis. They lost a lot of guys. Not- I mean, but they're still going to be the cock of the walk when it comes to the AFC yeah. East. But I wanted to know, Brandon, from your perspective, with the overall schedule that the Patriots have this year, do you think that there's a chance that they could potentially get dethroned as the AFC reigning champions over the past few seasons? No. I, I would say this. It's going to be an interesting first couple of games just to see how everything works. Just like last year, how we lost our first game. We got blown out by the Chiefs, and everybody was like, oh, my God, look at Tom it's Brady. Over. It's over. <laughs> Come back always to the Super Bowl, but that's fine. Um, I really, I really did not like the fact that they got rid of Brandon Cooks. Why? Because we need speed, and he was like him and, and Philip Dorsett the only receivers that we had to have actual actual speed. Oh, you mm-hmm. got Jordan Matthews. Oh, wait. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, not really. Um, uh, Malcolm Mitch. Oh, yeah. It's definitely going to be interesting, but you still have the good core, and of course, you have Brady and Belichick. Yeah. You really can't lose. You pick them, we throw it to them, they score. Yep. It's just like every other year, but you know. I'd rather have some speed on my team. But they did make up for it, I think, in their first-round picks, drafting, of course, some Georgia Bulldogs, even yeah. though you kind of bashed them a bit. I ain't, I'm just saying, I'm not, I didn't bash them. I like them. I just, <laughs> it was just unfortunate what happened. It was kind of funny. but Because it was like the Atlanta game. Yeah. Let, yep. let the 20, let the 20 um, six 20, memes come out. Yeah. I know, but, <laughs> I mean, Sony Michelle, Isaiah Wynn, two great prospects. I was surprised that they got Sony Michelle. But, I, I mean, I losing Dion Lewis, it didn't make sense for it. Exactly. I didn't think they were going to pick a running back. I didn't yeah. know because they, they were in a really good position to do whatever they kind of wanted to with the with the, the draft picks that they, they acquired from trading off their players. I was actually surprised. I thought they were going to trade or try to get a quarterback. I don't know what they were going to do. Could have gotten a corner. Exactly. Could have gotten a corner. Exactly. But yeah. they ended up with like a uh, offensive line and a, and a good running back. Replacing so. Nate Soldier and Deion Lewis, mm-hmm. and and you know personally Sony Michelle, you know not only representing the nine five four back in American Heritage, mm-hmm. but representing Georgia pretty well. I look forward to him, even though yeah, he's going to be out right now due to knee surgery. But yeah. it's going to be still an interesting season. I'm telling you, what I got the uh, the new Madden nineteen. I. I Put him in the starting lineup. I just want to see how he played. He was all right. What was his matter rating? Uh, it was a seventy-seven. Fair. Ninety speed. You know, it was decent. Fair. Know. Yeah. Fair. I mean, I mean, I think, I think if NCAA Tim ever comes back with a video game, oh, they need if, to. They, uh-huh. if they ever had, if they ever had it, Sony Michelle would be a ninety-nine in my opinion. <laughs> For sure. Well, obviously, although the off the field stuff never matters, especially last season going into the game against the Steelers, because I thought it was going to be finally the time that we beat you guys. No. But hey, we get you guys again in week fifteen next year. Listen, that day was that night was hilarious because I was, we should I, have had the touchdown. I was working, I was working a wedding actually, and I was trying to watch the game while I was working in the kitchen. And there was there, work early for that there was guests watching the football game on their phones at during the wedding. They were watching it, and I was <laughs> peeking over, 
And I looked at the score, and there were Steelers fans, by the way. So <laughs> when, when, when that last play happened, oh, I was dancing with the food in my – oh, man, it was crazy. It was a funny night. <laughs> yeah, but obviously all the off-the-field issues doesn't matter because yeah. the Patriots are still going to be the Patriots. They're still going to be the kings of the AFC. And I wanted to play quickly with you guys uh, the pick em. On my laptop, I have all the regular season games out for the New England Patriots. I want to hear you guys' opinion. I'm going to start off first with the first four games. I know they're going to go 16 and 0. I'm I'm messing with you. I'm messing with you. All right, Brandon. Well, week one, Deshaun Watson comes back in. Obviously, last year when the Texans played him, Deshaun Watson was inches away if it wasn't for that miracle touchdown by Tom Brady to Brandon Cooks. Listen, you know who it is. You know who I re- close, you remember man. the Snapchat I posted with him back in the preseason and them him. I thought it was a maturation game for Deshaun Watson. Yeah. Week one, right off the bat in Foxborough, we get that week three rematch. I'm gonna go for the upset on this one. I say the Texans get the dub because Deshaun Watson will have a lot of anger and vent up ready for him. I think it's gonna be a good game for him. I say the game goes to overtime, 31-28, Texans win it. Um Personally, I feel like this, believe it or not, might be Tom Brady's best year. Due to the fact, I don't know. It's like every time the media wants to bash him or, or, or just talk him down, he just he just lets loose. More and more and more every time it happens. Like when he hurt his knee, he came back. Right. Balling. Yeah. <laughs> right. Balling. Combat player of the year. When he, League MVP the next. How many games they lost? I think it was a 2000. 2019 season, 2014 season. He I was think playing gar- hot garbage, and he comes back and beats the uh, Seattle Bengals, yeah, and then goes to win the Super Bowl. Yeah. So, week one, I feel like week one we got it. I Jack, say 24-17. I say Texans because the Patriots every year those first four games, that first quarter of the season, they just use that to feel out feel the out. team. I, I, I can understand that. Yeah, so but but it go, does get go, tougher in their second game because they gotta go have an AFC championship rematch against the Jaguars in Duval County. We played them last year there, didn't we? Or no, we didn't. No, you played no, them okay. in Foxborough. Oh, hey, it doesn't really matter. It's okay. I say I say I'm going to go for the biggest thing. The Patriots go 0-2 to start the season. Huh. Yeah, I have to go with Jacksonville, too. I think that defense <laughs> just got better. Yeah, and, of course, you guys couldn't stop Leonard Fournette. How are you going to stop him now? And they improved on the offensive line, too. Week three against the Lions, Matt Patricia versus Belichick. You, you know it's always going to be something if it wasn't Josh McDaniels a few years back, Eric Mangini, the Belichick assistants getting their first. They don't win. They don't win. I mean, Josh McDaniels, didn't he beat his, um, Belichick his first one back in 09? 09? 09. I know, it's been a while. Nine years ago. I know, but. So once out of the house. But they're to- playing in Detroit. Matthew Stafford is a much different quarterback than when he played Tom Brady the first time. Look, my my dad that different. My dad's been a fan of the Lions for sixty years now. Uh, for they're not going to win that game. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give yeah, so. I'm going to give them the Patriots. I get I have to give the Patriots. I think on this one. Yeah. Even though Legarrett Blunt will play, and remember, Legarrett Blunt did beat the Patriots. So listen, he's he, on was the only, he was only good for the Patriots, man. <laughs> Sorry, just relax. On even that one. even in Philadelphia last he was, year, he was good was, for the Bucks too. But. That was a forgettable Steelers year. I think we can all agree oh, they'll yeah. win this one against the Dolphins. They'll beat yeah. the Colts in Foxborough. Is that, that's wait, is that Dolphins game here or, or? Um, that's on my birthday when they play the Dolphins. 
okay. December 9th. So I know you're going to be at that game. You were there last year, Monday yeah, night, yep, when, yep, 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 yep. when Derek Jeter skipped the MLB owners meeting to go see that game. Wait, that's, it's at night? Yep. Okay, it should be Wait, cooler. night game? Night game? It should be cool enough. I'll see, I'll see if that's a night game. It was cold last year. Yeah. It was, it was. It was. I remember. I, was all I have I had all kinds of jackets on because you know me in this Florida weather. I don't like cold. At Arrow, well, they'll play the Chiefs again week uh, from the week one matchup, but different headline with Patrick Mahomes as the starter. Do you think the Patriots get this one? Yeah. Uh, you know what? Patriots. I say they lose that one. What? I just for some reason they just don't beat the Chiefs. Maybe. They've lost them when they should have. I think. Them along, I like think I was, Andy Reid has it because of the Super Bowl that they played back in Jacksonville. I just, I just, they just don't like to win against the Chiefs. So I, I I, I'll that. give it to the Chiefs. I get that because I remember the Raiders would always beat the Steelers. Exactly. Even though they were not very good. Good. Yeah. Same thing with it. That's why I asked if the Dolphins, if the Dolphins play home, they play the Patriots a lot better yeah. than they do when they're up north in the cold. That's why I asked. I mean, that's true. Because so the Dolphins know. might. Oh no, that's in Foxborough. They're gonna lose that one. But yeah. The one in December they might get because we got blown out last year. Oh yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. But that that was Tom Brady just that having was a late Jay season. Cole, yeah, oh, exactly. Yeah, the cool. one game he decided to play good was against us. That's cool. Mm-hmm. I think we can all agree with these two wins, the Bears and the Bills. Yeah. Yeah. Cool, cool. Aaron Rodgers, when he comes to town to Foxborough. Oh, he's going to lose. What? First time, you know first what? time Aaron Rodgers plays. Can we have this a comparison discussion? Because I really want to. I've been trying to get this off my chest for the longest time. Well, about people comparing Aaron Rodgers and saying that he's better than Tom Brady. He does have better mobility than him. I give him that. Okay, so. but does it really matter? Honestly, as as a, as a traditional quarterback, who's a better quarterback? To me, Aaron Rodgers. Oh, my God. Just, Jack, Jack, come on. Oh, you got to back me up. No. Uh, I, I like Rodgers. I'm sorry. You, you can't. Don't don't put favoritism because so, the – well, wait. Well, you your Cardinals Tom, did beat Tom Brady him. has just the mentality of a winner. And – but what's what week is that? Week 12? Yeah, around week 11 ish. All right, so Aaron Rodgers shouldn't be playing by then anyway. Because he gets hurt. Yeah. If he gets hurt, the Packers. If. When? That is. <laughs> talking about. He always is. That's what I'm Like, he never plays. Tom Brady's been injured once. The AC that really hurt him bad. Other than that, he hasn't really missed games. And even that season, they went, what, 11 and 5? Yeah. Matt Castle. As the backup, unfortunately, the Dolphins won the division that year. Yes. Unfortunately. Right. <laughs> 10 I'm years down. ago yeah. to this year. Because they got lucky because Tom Brady got hurt. Huh. Two wins, I think we can agree on um, the Titans and the Jets. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. The Minnesota Vikings in this one. This is a nationally televised game. What is this, what's this one? Minnesota Vikings. Oh, that's I think it's a win because Tom. Do you first, say the Patriots are going to win? Yes, Kirk Cousins, Dalvin Cook, Adam Thielen, Stephon Diggs, Kyle Rudolph, and that number one defense. Stop them! Stop them! Hmm. Jack, are you pondering what I'm pondering? I gotta go with the Vikings. The Vikings. Yeah. Kirk Cousins. Did you see what the Eagles did the next week after that? I was just. Okay, but that was when they had Case Keenum at quarterback. There's a difference. Hold on. There, there, Hold on. Difference, Whoa. Yeah. Case Keenum and Kirk Cousins and, are two different animals. Listen. Getting back. Dalvin what has, what has Kirk Cousins have done since he's been in the league? 4,000 yards a season, at least. Led That's the Redskins to an NFC East title. His first year as a starter, hey, I, even hey. though he lost to you guys. Hey, I know an old man who can do that. Who? Name something else that he's done since he's been in the league. I heard. Oh, I know old men that could do that. Four thousand yards passing. Philip Rivers. This is true. 
But, hey, I think because he doesn't have the offensive talent that he does have now here in Minnesota. Uh, I I see. I would say he's better than Case Keenum, but I'm not. he's not miles ahead of him. I'm, I'm not even. So, for, me, for you to say that, I don't know. I'm not hmm. even focused on Kirk Cousins. Dalvin Cook, if he's healthy, then he's just going to trample all over everybody. I'm just going to stick with my New England. Yeah. And then on my birthday, they play the Dolphins. <laughs> Oh, I can't wipe that one away. They're they're here, so they and then never know. Week fifteen against my Steelers, we finally will get vengeance upon thee because we will have Listen. Ben Bell and Brown healthy, Listen. and this time no referee will blow the Listen. touchdown because yeah. Steelers Listen. fans me, will let me, riot. Let me explain something to you. It doesn't matter about you guys' offense. Nobody's doubting you guys' offense. It's the sorry defense you guys have. Yeah, it's uh, it's what is it? You guys call it steel curtain? It's velvet now, it's not steel anymore because whatever you guys run against the Patriots is like kryptonite, it it doesn't work. They run a zone, I think they run no, no, I think they run a three four flex, three four flex, three four flex or around a four three scheme. They need to change it, yeah. We just don't have corners, I'll admit. I mean, our front, if Ryan Chase here, may he be may he be back, hopefully, for that game, indoor safety. The Bills in Foxborough, that's another dub. And then, of course, the Patriots. So, I, we all agree it's going to be at least a 12-4, and 13-3 uh, and three season for the Pats. Yeah. AFC. Just, uh, the Steelers are going to go to the Super Bowl when Brady finally retires. Just like no, because we will get it this year. Le'Veon Bell will get paid. What does money have to do with his performance? Because Le'Veon Bell is going to put 100 and Duckworth on y'all boys. mm he never has. He's going to sure. he's going to drop bombs on you harder than how he Travis Scott dropped Astro World last week. Listen, <laughs> I'm telling you something about the Steelers. It's like I don't know. It's like it's like we're the Chiefs to them. Yeah. They can't beat us. They can whoop everybody else is behind, but when it comes to us, they just I don't know. But because we it. don't have the trio healthy, the, the Steelers are our little brother to. The Especially Ben Roethlisberger's little brother, Tom Brady. Yeah, he will never be Tom Brady. Aaron Rodgers will never be Tom Brady. Well, we'll get no to that. quarterback will ever. We'll be get to Tom. that discussion in just a moment. We will. We will. We will. We will. Stay tuned, everybody. We'll get to Jack's Cardinals, but we'll make some bold NFL preseason early predictions, and then Jack's Cardinals, and then final thoughts next. Welcome back to Talk is Okalo, our closing part on today, Jack's Arizona Cardinals and the preview. Brandon left us because he had to go back to doing um, things that involved him helping Belichick and the Patriots try to craft a weird year to win the Super Bowl. But we're not going to talk about that. We're going to talk about the Arizona Cardinals, Jack's team, and of course, uh, the prospect year that they hope to have this year. In case you've been sleeping under a rock, here's what you need to know. Bruce Arians and Carson Palmer retired. The team had to deal with the loss of Tyron Matthew to free agency. Now, of course, with the Texans. They traded up from the 15th overall pick to the 10th to get Josh Rosen. They signed Sam Bradford and have been dealing with a little bit of a loss just recently. A.Q. Shipley with his torn ACL. And, of course, Ricky Seals-Jones dealing with his off-the-field problems. And Steve Kine being suspended five weeks due to the DUI on 4th of July. But we ain't going to look at the negatives. We're going to look at the positives with this team because 
what Jack and I see is a dark horse candidate to maybe sneak into the playoffs or potentially build for the future, and maybe the future can get even brighter. I want to start first start off with Josh Rosen, the man of the moment who I think can take the Cardinals sky high, Jack, because if there's – I used to be a critic of his, but if you ask me one game that will make you a Josh Rosen fan, the Texas A&M game, the 34-point comeback. I didn't get to talk to you about it on a draft day because I was working or probably doing something with finals week, but what was your reaction when the Cardinals drafted him? When that Raiders black turned to Cardinals red, I jumped up out of my seat. I was so excited. I called my dad. It was just, it was a great moment. I didn't expect it. I had seen some projections of Josh Rosen going to him like years ago. And when they were at 15, I expected him to be off the board for a while. But then to move up five spots and for only a third and a fifth round pick. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. As Peter Griffin would say, win, freaking win, baby. And it was a win. And I really think that the expectation for Josh Rosen could be to help this team progress. I wanted to mention, though, you did talk about Sam Bradford should be in the starter for the intermediate because you don't want what happened to Matt Liner. And, and, you know, he is wrong. But in terms of the quarterback competition, what do you see in Sam Bradford that should make him the starter instead of going rookie head coach, rookie quarterback in terms of the sense with Stephen Wilkes as head coach? Sam Bradford has experience. He's played against all these teams. He has the NFL feel. He knows, he's just, he's familiar with the other teams. He gives them a chance to win now while preparing for the future. He's, he also, you know, with the the loss of A.Q. Shipley for the season, they have uh, rookie center Mason Cole stepping in. I think Sam Bradford would be a good guy to be able to glue that new offensive line together and, you know, just get it ready for Josh Rosen to step in in the future. I, I, and I think, I think Sam Bradford is good. Now, mind you, he's a he, – not a lot of people like to admit this, but he's a top-10 quarterback when he's healthy. I mean, I mean, he in Minnesota, he looked really good. Especially, that well, against the Saints, but that was when they had no defense, you know. And I, and I remember my dad's team benefiting from Stephon Diggs that night. Mm-hmm. When everything was going right, I got the power back on from Hurricane Irma, and all was right with the world, although I had an asthma attack. But I won't look into that. But I I think Sam Bradford as the starter, yes. But, you know, I just think we looked at all the history of rookie head coaches, rookie quarterbacks. It worked well for Cam Newton, Ron Rivera. It worked a little well for Rex Ryan, Mark Sanchez. I think the sky's the limit. I've seen in practice now that, you know, there's some flaws with him. And I, and I think there's a lot of work to be done ahead. There's a lot of work to be done with Sam Darnold, Josh Allen, and Lamar Jackson. Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield. There's a lot of work to be done with rookie quarterbacks. That's why it's good to have someone like Sam Bradford who's able to keep the team going mm-hmm. while they work out the kinks. You know, Josh McCown there in New York with the Jets. And Tyrod with the Browns. Exactly. You you have guys there who are able to give you a cushion. Right. To let you learn. 
Right, and and I think that having Sam Bradford there with experience, it's going to help the cards, and I think even with wins this year with some of it. We'll look at the preview schedule in just a moment. Um, speaking of returning guys, David Johnson. Last year, one quarter into the new NFL year, he goes down with the list of injuries that, that crippled the league and crippled me trying to watch football a little bit, I'll, I'll admit. But he comes back this year, doesn't beg for a new contract, is willing to say, I'll play under mine and work hard towards a new one. Expectations for David Johnson this year? David, he wants that 1,000-1,000 season. And a Roger Craig-esque? Yes. I, I think he can get it with Sam Bradford. Last year, you know, we had three different starting quarterbacks and he missed the whole season. The year before that, he knew he was so close with Carson to getting that thousand thousand yards. Just and, inconsistencies on defense and, and a, just a slew you know, of and a few injuries. Yeah, but also just being the starter for the first year. He just getting into that role. And you gotta work through the butterflies a little bit. And I think he he knows how close he was, and I think he knows what it'll take to get him to the next level. And Sam Bradford and this new-look offensive line can really help him get there. Well, I really think so, too. And, you know, David Johnson's no slouch at running back either. I mean, he, since coming in from 2015 late in the year and then the 1,000-yard year he had in 2016, my biggest regret to this day is... 2,000-yard. 2,000 yards? 2,000 yards from scrimmage. Oh, from scrimmage, Jack. From scrimmage. Do you think maybe he could get 2,000 yards as a, as a full-time runner? Oh, yeah. Or he got it 2,000 yards his first year as a full-time runner. Well, and remember, catching out of the backfield. But I'm talking about 2,000 pure oh, rushing uh, yards. Pure rushing yards. I mean, the sky's the limit for him. If, if, I mean, if Sam Bradford does ache a little bit, you could just give it to him. I don't know. We're going to see a 2,000-yard rusher for a long time. A few years, yeah. I mean, Adrian Peterson did it once upon a time. Yeah, but that Chris, was once upon a time. Chris Johnson, not too long after, not too long before. Le'Veon Bell had that 1,800-yard year. He did. He that did, was, 2016. I think that's the closest we're going to get for a while now. Well, we never know, Jack. The NFL is so unpredictable. One unpredictability predictable is Larry Fitzgerald committing to finishing his career Cardinal. Of course, you know, with the team now in sort of this new phase, it does raise eyebrows to how long he can still play, and of course, him maybe trying to win a Super Bowl. Do you think that there's a possibility he could finish out his career with a Super Bowl, maybe or maybe not with the Cardinals? Do you see him maybe going anywhere if he requests this? I can only go off what he said, and he's said before, if he's not playing for the Cardinals, he's not playing. So I admire his loyalty, and he's been my favorite player for as long as I can remember. And Pittsburgh native, too. My dad loved him. And Learned from the a, GOAT, Randy Moss. boy for the Vikings. Mm-hmm. Learned from the GOAT, Randy Moss. And, uh, you know, when that day comes, when he's finally retired, I hope he has a Super Bowl. But I hope it's with the Cardinals. I'm hoping too, Jack. Like I said, you know, go for broke, get to an NFC. Maybe, maybe Josh Rosen could get to an NFC title game. And mind you, the last first round draft pick quarterback to come from UCLA is a future Hall of Famer by the name of Troy Aikman. Is a Hall of Famer by the name of Troy Aikman. And 
I know he did some. I I know, but I mean, if it happened once upon a time, and you, of course, you've seen the highlights of Troy Aikman doing dirt to your Cardinals back in back in those days. Even though you guys did beat them in the playoffs to end one of the longest playoff winless in um, droughts in NFL history, you did beat him. Aeneas Williams, I remember. Yep, I I still think that the expectations are sky high for him to do well and to and to be the man. Oh, we got the last laugh with the Cowboys because we got Emmett Smith. <laughs> and even though even though NFL Network ranked him as a free agent bust, what he did for the future of the of the Cardinals still impacted to this day. So I kind of you kind of have to think somewhat the Emmett Smith signing was a good and bad. Yeah. With it, but again, past is past. Let's look at the present. Um, you know, so much potential with this team. I know you've been watching cards practice a lot on NFL Inside Training Camp and reviewing any stuff. Is there any players that maybe we should look out for to potentially make the team, or who could come up this year? I, I'm very interested in what Greg Little can do. Greg Little. He's been out of the league for two years now. The team is very interested in him. He worked out, didn't make the team. Then a couple days later, he gets the call back on the team now. I think, especially with John Brown and Jerron Brown off to greener pastures. No relations. The Cardinals need a new look to their wide receiving core. And Greg Little could be a part of that. I like Christian Kirk, you know, for Texas A&M, a good rookie. I felt like he could have, um, he should have been a higher pick in my opinion. Um, he, I, I really do think that they need like a number two for Larry Fitzgerald. I think that's been the problem since Anquan Bolden left. They've never really found that number two. They tried it with Michael Floyd. It failed. Um, John Brown. Jo- John Brown, but he was to me a slot guy. The injuries. They tried to make him a Wes Welker and a Randy Boss. Yeah. You can't do that with a guy of his size. He has speed, I'll give him that. Speed kills. But I think that, that will be the real playmaking thing that will really do do it for this team. You know, I'm surprised they didn't want to get Des Bryant, but you know and what another guy or another thing that's I found intriguing is when they came out with the their first depth chart. Mm-hmm. Robert Kambichi was listed as a starting D-tackle with Corey Peters. Right. I was expecting Olsen Pierre to have that second starting D-tackle spot. Really? Over Kambichi he and He played Corey well Peters? last season. Kambichi was I, still right. I think they still want to try to get the investment on him because, you know, that was still a good first-round pick that they had on him. Which, you know, seeing him up there, I think it means that he's really impressed this coaching staff. I, I'm expecting big things out of him if he's able to, since he's able to crack the starting lineup here. Yeah, I'm really excited for this team. I even wanted to mention your first round um, draft pick linebacker um, from Temple, who I talked about with you a lot. Jeez, um, Hassan Reddick. Hassan Reddick, Temple yes. Tough. Temple tough. Yes, Hassan Reddick. You, I think this year could be the year where he maybe he even he pushes harder. For that starting linebacker spot. He's, right now I think he's listed as the strong side linebacker. Because the Cardinals have switched to a 4-3 from a 3-4. 
So you have Chandler Jones now is no longer a linebacker. He's going to be on the defensive end. Defensive end, along with Marcus Golden, who's also making that switch when he comes back. Mm-hmm. But now you can have Hassan Reddick playing that kind of coverage role, run-stopping role uh, at the linebacker position. Mm-hmm. It, it, I would say it's similar to what he was doing last year, but they had to move him around last year a lot. True, true. But, you know, I'm, I'm excited to see what he can do. I'm excited to even see Buda Baker this year because, I mean, he's going to be filling the roles now of the Honey Badger. So, I know the expectations are somewhat high for him, but I really think this camp, he's been, he's been looking pretty good. And after last season, when he was a pro bowler for special teams, they are very, very high on it. They traded up in the draft to get him in the, in second, the second round. round. And second round's not as bad as what you think, people. Mm-hmm. And he's incredibly motivated. He wants to play. He, I, I heard earlier in the offseason that he tried to get into special teams drills and they had to kick him out because he's the starting safety now. That's a shame. I mean, Patrick Peterson still does punt and kick returns. But it's that fear, you know, that one one mistake ah. could hurt the, yep. Yep, that is true, but I mean, like I said, the sky's the limit, I think. I mean, this is a young team in potentiality. Stephen Wilkes, I think, bringing that 4-3 scheme, it's worked in Carolina. You know, and he's made that defense a top 10 defense. Of course, having Sean McDermott learning from him. So I, I kind of do like the prowess of this team um, duking it out. Real quick, and then I want to get into Pickham. The first preseason game for the Chargers. What are your expectations? What do you look forward to? And most importantly, what do you think about Josh Rosen coming in when he does play? I, I'm absolutely looking forward to seeing what Josh Rosen can do. Uh, I'm also looking forward to see David Johnson, obviously, coming Come back. back. That it's going to be so great to have him in the backfield again. After last year with Adrian Peterson and Andre Ellington and Andre. And then trying to get Chris Johnson to revive again. It, it, was, it was a bit rough, but... He's back, and hopefully he can get a series out before they pull him, and he'll be the same player he was two years ago. Well, we'll see that, Jack. I know definitely I'm taking a chance on him in my fantasy league, so I'm definitely going to keep an eye on that. I think it's going to be a great game. I do have the Cardinals winning that one. Um, I'm going to say maybe 21-17. I mean, I'd like to see the Cardinals win. I, I mean, like I said, I have high expectations for this team. Even though it's a new-look team, we're going to expect a lot. So I'm looking forward this year. Like I said, dark horse candidate for the NFC West. I, I have them finishing higher than the Seahawks, believe it or not. I have the Seahawks finishing last place in the NFC West. I don't see the Cardinals finish. Well, like I said, it, it, could, it could be a narrow way. The thing with but the, the, the NFC West this year could be so competitive that all the teams have winning records and it's just the Cardinals just happen to be last. The Seahawks' problem right now is they're trying to rebuild the defense. Legion of Boom is gone. They're trying and, to find something on offense. And Yeah, and the offensive line specifically is They got J.R. Sweezy back. That, that didn't really work before, but mm-hmm. they'll try it again. 
eh, well, hey, if it ain't broke, don't fix it, or, or come back and try again. Or really, really fix it so you can get back. <laughs> <laughs> but let's look ahead to the 2018 season, because even though the preseason is going to be good, we got to look ahead to the real deal competition. And I have my laptop out. It's time to pick them. So, Jack, I first want to start off with the first four games of the season for the Cards. Uh, I have them winning week one against the Redskins. Fairly enough, I think David Johnson has a 150-yard day, two touchdowns, and a great win on opening day, shutting down Jay Gruden and Alex Smith. I think it's going to be a, a game for Alex Smith to kind of adjust to the, the way that the Redskins play because, you know... It's a Kansas, West Coast system. In Kansas City, though, they, they had... The, the whole team was kind of built around Alex Smith. Tyreek Hill and Kareem Hunt were two, and Travis Kelsey were all just options that really fit with the way that Alex Smith liked to play. Mm -hmm. And with the Redskins... He doesn't you, really have any help. You just have, Chris yeah, Thompson. You have an offense with, yeah, in terms of players that fit the way he plays. But otherwise, you have a bunch of guys who are fit for Kirk Cousins. Right. Fit for downfield throws and mm -hmm. you know it's it's worth seeing how Alex Smith is a part of this team. All right, well we'll get to that. Um, uh, the Rams game, it's in LA. I just don't see it right now, Jack, because this Rams team is too good. I see them taking an L in LA. Look, I just want Sam Bradford to get out of LA healthy. <laughs> well, remember this will be the first time he'll play his Rams, his ex Rams because they were once in St. Louis, once upon a time, for the first time ever since he was once drafted by them. So there's going to be a little bit of intensity in that game, and I know Indomitian Sue, you mentioned how he wanted to get after him. Mm -hmm. Indomitian Sue apparently still harbors resentment towards Sam Bradford for being, being drafted number one. number one overall, one pick before him by the St. Louis Rams. And Ndamukong Su got to spend a few years in Detroit. All right, and not get the deal before he got the money in Miami, but didn't really quite work out. But I think even part of that, Jack, is because of the old Oklahoma-Nebraska rivalry. So I think ah. that's part of it, too. Um, week three against the Bears, I have him winning that one. I have him beating the Seahawks, so I think a 3-1 and one record here. Now, this is where it gets tough for me. Candlestick, 49ers. I say this one's a loss because it's in Levi Stadium. I think they're going to split the season series. I do. But I had them kind of sweeping in the head, but then again, it's Jimmy G. The, the thing with the Cardinals, though, they actually play up in away games. It's, it's kind of crazy, but... And they've swept the 49ers the past few times, but, remember, it, but it's different. Remember when the Seahawks had that home winning streak? And the Cardinals came Arizona came in. Snapped and them. I mean, I have them sweeping the Seahawks, so I, I'll get to that later. So, But I see them just taking the L right here and taking the L against the Vikings in Skullland, you know, because it's Kirk Cousins. I, yeah, I don't, I don't see a win against the Vikings. Monday night, injuries. Monday night against the Broncos, that's a win, I think. You know, because I don't think the defense is the same as it once was. Because it was... Akeem Tlaib's gone. Right. Chris Harris Jr. is only like their really good corner now. I still have questions with their offense. So, yeah. I, give, so I give them that one right there. They win this one in, in Arizona. Against the 49ers. Mm -hmm. Okay, to Chief Dumb Veterans Day at Arrowhead. 
I say that's a win. No, no, wait, I can't. I can't, Jack. It's an L. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's Arrowhead Stadium, Patrick Mahomes. I'm going to say it's a win because I want to believe it will be. But at Arrowhead Stadium? At Arrowhead because we don't know what Mahomes is going to do. You know, he's stepping in for his first season. He, he played a little bit last year, but we need a larger sample size. As we get closer, we'll see what he's been able to do and, you know. Then we can make the judgment there. Yeah. I say this game, though, is going to be the game where we see Kareem Hunt and David Johnson go crazy if they both stay healthy and consistent. Mm-hmm. I think that will be the running back game of the year where fantasy owners and fans alike will get to see a running back tandem game for the ages. That's my bold prediction right there. How about against the Raiders and John Gruden? I'd, I, like, I'd like to say Arizona wins. If last year is any, you know, if, if last year is showing how the Raiders are going to be moving forward, I think Arizona can beat that Raiders because their secondary was... It left little to be desired. But then again, it's Derek Carr. I mean, and it's John Gruden. But Derek Carr, is he, is he going to be playing like the Derek Carr that was an MVP? That, that should have been an MVP. Or is he going to play like the Derek Carr of the past two years? Yeah, well, that was his rookie year. And then, you know, don't, don't notch him for that 7-9 season. Mm-hmm. You know, I, um, I'll, I'll say it's an L on this one um, just because I just wonder. Against the Chargers, I'll give them the win on that one because I'm not a Chargers fan anymore. I gave up on them once they sold their soul to Los Angeles. The Chargers are just... Josh Rosen's homecoming. I expect them to start around that game. When is that? That will be um, near near Thanksgiving Thanksgiving weekend. Okay. So we will be gobbling up. You know, Bruce Arians always had a policy of you don't start rookies until Thanksgiving. So, you know, if Josh Rosen was to step in, I think that would be then. In Green Bay against the Packers, I think this is an L, Jack. I'm sorry. It's in Lambeau Field. Cardinals don't do well in the cold. If it was in Arizona, I'd give it to them because you guys have a good track record of beating the Pack in good old University of Phoenix Stadium. I like believing that Arizona always beats Aaron Rodgers. (laughs) To that that playoff game, Kurt Warner. But then again, they they weren't in good old frigid Green Bay. And it will be December. I I still I still like to believe that they have Rodgers' number. The Detroit Lions. I think this is a revenge game for David Johnson. I say they get the win on my birthday. That's my birthday gift to you, even though I'm turning 20 on that one. And then the last three games, the Falcons, Rams, and Seahawks to close it out, like I mentioned. Full sweep with Seattle this year. The, the Rams game... I'm still uncertain uh, about that one. Going with the Rams still. You think it's a sweep again this year? I think so. And then against the Falcons, I don't think so. And not in. Hmm. It depends on Matt Ryan. If he's gonna, if he's been playing well up to this point, I think the Falcons can take it. If he's playing, if he's off, he's off. Right. So like I said, maybe a seven and nine, six and ten. Yeah, maybe I think eight and eight season. Maybe seven and nine, eight and eight. Nine and seven, the peak. I think. I think that's you know that's a positive season for them. Playoffs potentially. New quarterback, new coach. You know. Playoffs. 
I would like playoffs. I, I think so too, but I think it's just so hard because the NFC is so competitive this year. They could slip in, Jack. I'm not saying they that they that they can't because remember, it's Minnesota, LA, the Packers, the Eagles, the Giants, and then maybe the 49ers, but we have to see how Jimmy G does in a full season than just the little the little fed that we get. So like I said, I think borderline maybe from the seventh spot, cringing in there. Anything is possible. But, I think, you know, if they go 8-8 eight and eight again and they miss the playoffs, I'd, I'd still say that's, that's a good season. A good season. Yeah, definitely. Watch it Saturday, right? Nah. Nah. <laughs> yeah, just a little fan just coming in uh, on our show just talking about it. But um, I think we'll see a good year for them. And like I said, Stephen Wilkes, if you're listening... Go for broke, man. I know Jack is hesitant. He doesn't want Matt Leiner to do it, but I mean, it's it. We'll see, Jack. I mean, we'll come week one, come anything, we'll see what happens. And I think we're about the end of talk is okay, Lo. There is no last shot today. I'm just gonna end it with this, Jack. I'm happy you came on the show. Thank you so much happy for coming on. No problem. I hope to have you again, and maybe we'll even fusion up more in the future. Awesome. Before we go, let's end it off with it. My name is Okalo Pena. I'm Jack Jennings. And this has been Talk is Okalo. Your hostess with the most is signing out. Make sure you go listen to Jack's blog. Jack, your blog, please. Uh, it's basedinfact.com, or you can follow us on Twitter at basedinfact. And Classic Jack. And, and my personal Twitter is Kraken Jack. Kraken Jack. Well, that, I just gave him a Snapchat because, you know, that's all we talk about on there. Anyway, we're signing off. Peace out. Fusion. Ha! See you later, people. Enjoy your Thursday preseason games.